Neat Stuff Podcast, Episode 17. Welcome to the Neat Stuff Podcast. My name is Devin. And I'm Kat. We're back again. This time we're actually at home. That's because Tyson abandoned us, though. Well, he ran up to Washington for a wedding, I believe. I don't know. He's in someplace cool. I know that much. Yeah. So the two of us are running the show again. Uh, if we keep doing this, Tyson might be kicked off the podcast. <laughs> no, not really. Please don't. Please, pl- please don't kick Tyson off the podcast. And he'll never know because he never listens to the podcast like a big jerk. Really? Even yeah. I he- listen to the podcast, but that's just because I'm self-absorbed. So. Ah. So, other than SteamCon, have you been up to anything neat this last week? Oh my gosh, it was so nice to not have to do anything. <laughs> my house is trashed. Um, so, I tried to clean up, failed miserably. Uh, I got some life stuff taken care of, and now I'm back working on um, this quilt for one of my favorite online personalities that I put off doing for a very, very, very long time. Don't worry, he's still around, and I'm Pretty sure he'll still love it when he, when you eventually get around to getting it. He hey, it's even it's really coming. close now, though. I mean, like, I finished three of the nine letters. Yeah, three of the nine letters today, and it didn't take me more than an hour. Well, I have been up to working on getting the podcast out on more platforms because right now it's just a web page, and I did the long, arduous task of moving it onto Blogger, so it actually has the ability to have timed podcast releases. So if you notice, our podcast will come out every Sunday at noon. Ooh, ah. So if you're really interested in picking up the podcast, just have your, you know, you can go out and check and that's when the podcast, the pod. The <laughs> That'll be when the podcast drops. Yes, what she said. Also, for by the time you hear this, that will have been happening for three weeks. This will be the third one to drop at noon, I believe. Yeah, so hopefully Apple and the Zune Marketplace will both accept our podcast into the marketplace and you guys could start downloading it using the evil iTunes. Hey, or th- hey, hey. If you want iTunes to pick it up, you probably should have called it evil. Uh, Plus, it's what I use, so suck it. Or the completely useless Zune um, software, which really doesn't do so much. So we get useless or evil? Yeah, pretty much. Total necks are an evil. Shut up. So another project that I started was getting new album art for our podcast. So if you take a look at our podcast now, there's this cool little icon that says neat stuff and it is super cool and it's better than anything I've ever made. So the creator of this new artwork is Melanie Ujimori. She is one of the artists that was at KomoriCon this year. And we had a moment to sit down and talk about this icon and get stuff Um, organized and over the last month or two she's done the commission work and now we have this wonderful art Uh, you can check out some of her other work at studio iro iro which is which there will be a link in the show notes and she's also part of a collaborative venture with other artists called crab tank inc which that is where her convention schedule is and a storefront for some of her work so if you like the album art that we have and that style you can go track her down at at a convention in your area and ask her to do commission work for you. She's a really great artist and I'm really happy with the work that she did. So if you're in the same boat that I am in and you need to find an artist to do some commission work for you 
a good place to go looking for it is a site called DeviantArt. I use DeviantArt. Um, I used to use it more frequently when I pretended I could draw. Uh, I I have since uh, kind of given up on that illusion, but it's really a great place to go to find a lot of different styles of art in a pretty condensed place. Um, they have a good search feature. They have a ton of artists. Um, they use. They have photography. They have fan art. They have uh, original works of art in so many different styles, like digital art or uh, traditional media or vector based. They have costumes. They have um, tattoos. Pretty much any uh, any media you can think of. They have on Deviant Art. So um, they have over. 19 million people registered on DeviantArt and attracting up to 45 million different people per month just just to look and there's a free version and then there's a, a registered version that doesn't have ads but but realistically it's not really important one of the best parts if you are an artist to be on DeviantArt is because there's so many people coming in it's a great place to kind of showcase your work get some feedback get your name out there um because there's so many people coming to to the site, it's the front page is designed to cycle through the newest artworks. You can set it up so it'll just cycle through the newest artworks. And you may just get some random hits. I know that some of the stuff I did, people would find it completely randomly. Or they'll type in a search for something and magically come to yours. It's also a really good way because you can post to facebook to twitter to the the basic social media sites that if that is the way that you've traditionally been marketing yourself you can put it onto those sites as well deviantart overall is just a really great tool to get your name out there to get your art out there and it is an equally great way to find artists that you really enjoy and you can add them to your friends list and watch them uh, as they continue to put out art and you can favorite certain pieces of art if maybe it's an artist you don't want to watch all the time so really great site overall there's a lot of artists who do little short comics that make fun of things they don't really do enough work to warrant having a website of their own but putting it up on DeviantArt it is a great way to just get out there and we highly recommend that all you aspiring artists go sign up and start sharing your work you've got nothing to lose but if you're just starting out as an artist and you want to start making some art, there's some great software out there that you can use to digitally turn your paper drawings to, into something that you can send to someone over the internet without just dropping it on a scanner and scanning it. The first one is Inkscape. This is a open source vector art editor. So before we go and talk about it, you have to understand the difference between vector art and raster art. Raster art is kind of like a like a TV where it's each there's individual pixels and it's in a or lined in a grid and they change the colors of the pixels on the grid in order to create your picture. Now vector art uses math and positioning. So instead of describing the lines on a grid, it describes that you start at this point and draw a line to this point. That allows vector art to be scalable from as small as a postage stamps up as big as to something you can throw up on a jumbotron and you don't get any pixelation. So things that 
aren't photos of stuff, so things you've drawn, you can trace over it in Inkspace. And it's a really powerful program that has a lot of tools. And since it's free, you got nothing to lose to check it out. So the next tool that we really want to talk about is Paint.net. And it's another open source photo editing software, but this one is raster-based rather than vector. Um, basically, it's a lot like the Paint that comes with Windows, but it's got a, a much more comprehensive set of tools. It has layers that you can use, um, much like Photoshop has, uh, that really allows you to more easily add bits and pieces, arrows, or other, uh, other objects that you may want to bring into your image. It's great to resize and photo crop. It's one of the nicest things about it is that unlike in regular paint and basic paint, I guess I'll say, where every time you resize an image, it automatically takes it off the bottom and the right side of the photos. This can be adjusted to wherever you want to take it off, much like the Photoshop resize tool. Um, it also allows not just undoing of the last thing that you've done, but an I guess you could say an unlimited history to undo your mistakes. It's got a pretty solid collection of special effects and various little adjustment tweaking tools for your photos. And while it's, I mean, it's not going to be as powerful as something that you pay fifty to six hundred dollars for, it is a really great open source basic photo editing software for people who want something more than paint but may not want to go all the way down the road into something like Corel Paint or Corel Painter or PaintShop Pro or Photoshop or something like that. Yeah, I use paint.net in my day job um, to help resize photos and it allows me um, that I do a little bit of website work and when pixels matter, it's nice to be able to say, I want this picture to be exactly 400 pixels wide and it jumps right to that size and resizes the, the other dimensions properly. And it does a really good job of doing that. Another software that I use in my day job is Scribus. This is a layout software, very much like Photoshop's InDesign, which allows you to create booklets, newsletters, and all those different publications. And it allows you to lay out your text boxes and pictures and have guidelines and alignments. And you can pretty much control all aspects of the text and pictures. So you can say, you want this text box to have the first couple paragraphs and then it's gonna jump over to here. And it allows flowing of words around a picture. So it's a very easy to use, uh, inexpensive as in free piece of software to help you do what you need to do without having to spend all the money for publisher and or in InDesign and stuff like that. It makes the hardest part of creating a booklet is actually writing out the text and figuring out what you actually want to put on the booklet. So I highly recommend that you check it out. So the other thing that I want to talk about that kind of goes with Scribus um, has, is called Color Lovers. So Color Lovers is a kind of social site where you create uh, palettes of colors and patterns using a vector-based web app for each one. Palettes are a series of hexadecimal colors um, that can be combined basically in any percentage. So you may say you want black 
to be 90% of your palette. And then the remaining four colors, I think it's five colors per palette, um, will be divided among that last 10%. Um, and every time you make that, those color choices, because it's a hexadecimal color, um, there's literally 16 million possibilities for colors you can choose. And if no one has ever chosen to use that color in a palette before, you actually get to name it, which is just kind of a fun little thing, because realistically, some colors are so close that you probably could never tell the difference. But it's it's fun to be like, oh, I happen to use a color no one used before. The extension of that is patterns. And patterns are predefined um, repeating vector-based patterns that you can be co that you can color in using the palette that you've created or maybe just choosing a various number of hexadecimal color definitions and filling it in. To create your own pattern you use a pattern template and this honestly is my favorite part of the website. It allows you to create a repeating pattern using predefined shapes um, that you can layer in any way you want to create all, all kinds of very unique and fantastic shapes. Uh, you can also go and create a vector shape if they don't have the exact one you want. Like say, say you had a specific flower design and they didn't have one and it involved you drawing 10 circles every time. You can actually go to the shapes, define that as your shape, and then just put that in every time uh, as opposed to trying to draw 10 circles for every flower. The reason I love creating pattern templates is once you've colored them, you have the option to export it to another site, which is called Spoonflower, and Spoonflower does custom fabric. So you can actually go all the way from picking your favorite colors to putting them into a pattern to printing out a um, very own custom fabric. And they have, on Spoonflower, by the way, there are plenty of custom fabrics you can already go buy. Um, but as long as you don't use any licensed imagery, you can go to Spoonflower. Uh, I do recommend that if you use Spoonflower, you get their test swatches um, because their printer is not 16 million colors. I don't, it's not really web-based, it's not really web colors, so it's really hard to tell when something's gonna default into uh, another color, for example, I had a pattern that used three different colors of greens and looked fantastic on the computer, and all three of those colors were transformed into one green when I got it, and the pattern looked awful. So just be aware of that. They do have a free iOS app, which is basically the palette creator, not the pattern creator, only the palette creator, and they have a actual downloadable program for PC or Mac for $50 that is a much more comprehensive palette guide for people who may be into interior design or color design in some way. Uh, there's a professional program that they came out with that um, you can you can purchase. So. so our last neat thing is a manga and anime called Bakuman. If you noticed, all the things that we talked about today were drawing and drawing creation tools that this manga is actually about how to become a mangaka which is a cartoonist in japan it's one of those slice of life animes akin to hikari no go and space brothers where they explain how the manga industry works um it's strangely compelling because there is these there is basically the story of these two kids who want to become you know, the next big mangaka and they have all these different ideas for crazy manga ideas and all this other stuff. And, you know, you actually watch the, or, or you actually read the manga and go, man, I really want to read those mangas that they're coming up with. But instead you get to 
see all the interpersonal relationships between between the different people and all the different manga artists. And it really is a great look into the amount of effort and work it takes into making a manga. The mangas have been translated to English and are sold in most bookstores. We'll put a link in the show notes to the Amazon page that sells the first volume. Um, unfortunately, it's not available for legal streaming, um, but it has been picked up by Viz Media, so we're hoping that they'll eventually, it'll eventually show up on Hulu at some point. We can only hope. So with that, we have come to the end of the Neat Stuff podcast. Bum, 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 bum. That was my sad noise, not not my fail noise. Sorry, I should have made that clearer. If you have any neat artistic resources that you think people should know about, throw those in an email and send it to neatstuffpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to see our past episodes, you can go to neatstuffpodcast.com to get a full list of all of our past episodes. And you can hit that subscribe button and you'll get podcasts every week on Sunday, assuming we don't skip any weeks. We won't. We'll be awesome. We'll, we'll start having all kinds of stuff just hidden in the wings just for you guys because we love you. Yeah. We would never leave sure. you. Like, Shush. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Let them think. Let them dream. It'll be awesome. It'll be completely awesome. Wicked awesome, even. So, from the Neat Stuff crew, my name is Devin. And I'm Kat. Have a great week, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. The Neat Stuff Podcast is brought to you by Penultimate Graphic Design Studios. Darn near high-quality artwork for any theoretical or intangible product. Regardless of your product's quality or availability, our expert spin masters will craft mostly compelling ads to bring the unwashed masses right to your door. Use offer code TOTESFASHOW for a free logo from our Goggles Studio. You've seen the rest. Now go with something that is somewhat similar to the best. That's what you get, boozy. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. Uh, uh. (laughs) You got this. Shut up. (laughs) Quiet, Jordy. You're not helping.